rest of the world has been suffering the worst health crisis in living memory, Perth, Western Australia, famously the most isolated city on the planet, has so far remained relatively untouched by the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm recording this in the middle of 2021, a year since our long lockdown, and with the vaccine now rolling out, I've been asking some of my neighbours to reflect on the last year and on how they see the future. My name is Penny Shaw. Welcome to Pandemic, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Times. I've started this series with an interview with Finn, because as well as being a person in his own right, he is also my son. So, name, age, occupation? Uh, my name's Finn Pearson, I'm 21 and I'm a musician. Do you remember when you realised the pandemic was coming to town? Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing a lot about it in the news, but there was a distinction between understanding the problem that was happening on the other side of the world and then being directly affected by it yourself. It was declared a pandemic on March the 11th, and March the 13th was when we all got the notifications that everything was shutting down. Yeah, I think mine mine started to hit home when they did the 100-person ban. I still had a gig that night, which went ahead, but then at the end of it, everyone was kind of like, all right, this is the last gig for the indefinite future. It was a very melancholic feeling, <laughs> walking out of the venue at one in the morning. Yes. Yeah, so that was my next question, really. How did the first lockdown, or any of the lockdowns, in actual fact, how did... Do they affect your work as a musician? There's, um, well, I mean, they affect it in one of the most extreme ways in the sense that there's, everything is just point blank cancelled with no compensation, obviously. And that's the same with other industries, I think, as well. But, I mean, unless you're making money from streaming and online sales and stuff like that, which is really increasingly difficult in today's climate, all of my revenue was from live performing. And suddenly you just weren't allowed to live perform anywhere. And I had, I mean, I just had, I think I had something like 30 gigs coming up over the next month and a half or next two months or something. I remember I went surfing and I got all of the emails in it. In the space of the two hours I was out surfing, I came home and my phone was just blown up with every email notification. I just got all in the space of this two hours. So that was uh, not necessarily a fun experience. But did you write songs? Man, I wrote a lot of songs. I have a couple of gigs coming up at the end of next month or I have to play for a really long time. And I was looking back at some songs that I was going to learn and actually about four of them are from this time last year, which is interesting. Songs that I wrote during the lockdown. I tried to write something every day. That was part of my coping mechanism for not being able to actually go out and do the thing that is both my work and hobby and kind of life purpose if you want to get <laughs> existential about it so the only way I could really find to deal with that was actually to keep creating stuff so I kind of set myself a goal where every day you know even if it was just a guitar line or a bass part or a vocal melody or like a single few lines of text you know even if I didn't get through it very far it made me it kind of kept me on track just trying to create some small thing every day even if it was rubbish and most of it was interesting i talked to some people who definitely dealt with it better than other people like some people it was just the thing they've been waiting for their whole life it was a kind of freedom to do nothing that they've never had and not have somebody telling you you're being lazy because of it 
yeah, some people were not happy when it all went back. And, you know, some people forgot how to socialize a little bit. I think I forgot how to socialize a little bit. I remember the first kind of gathering I went to after they lifted everything. It was just the weirdest thing. We were all kind of sitting there awkwardly quoting internet memes at each other and having awkward silences. How did it affect your personal life? Um, yeah, it was, it wasn't super good. I mean, I couldn't see my girlfriend because if you, if you weren't together at the start, then you couldn't, couldn't really justify seeing each other. So that was pretty tough. We both found that not a whole lot of fun. Uh, seeing, not seeing my friends was obviously difficult as well, but I mean, I, I talked to them a lot on the phone and stuff. So that was okay. I mean, the hard part was really not seeing Edie. And were all your other friends abiding by the rules as well? Some definitely more than others, not naming any names, but, uh, some people didn't seem to take the whole thing very seriously at all, which I found very, which, which I found very annoying as somebody who was, you know, like some people were still hanging out and drinking beers and stuff in groups of two or three. It was very annoying. Also, she lives yeah. more than five kilometers away, so you couldn't even meet her for a walk or a... No, that's right. Yeah, we couldn't access each other's areas at all, so... <laughs> oh, shut up. No, that's not... <laughs> You're cutting that out. We couldn't see each other at all. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. I was hoping you wouldn't notice I suppose my main memory of being here during it was a lot of time on the veranda listening to music. And also, I guess, nice, because you've got three siblings, so you were not... It, was not, it wasn't just you and us, it wasn't just mum and dad. And I think at times I would have preferred it. At times the full house thing drove me completely mental. <laughs> like, even, yeah, I mean, there was one period, I mean, even when you're doing your nightly singing, just for context, uh, the interviewer... AKA my mother would every night at whatever it was, five thirty or six, she'd get up on the balcony with amplification, I might add, not just Yeah, a lot of amplification. And she would blast her opera singing across the entire neighborhood. Which I understand on principle is very wholesome, but there's a period of time where I had to put double layers of earplugs in so I didn't hear it because if I heard it it would just irritated me beyond belief. Love it. True story. Yeah, double true story. None of you came to listen, did you? No, because all... we could hear it whether we liked it or not. I know. It was a lot. No, it was nice for the neighbours. I completely understand that. But it, I think it was more of a reflection on my mental health than on objectively if your singing was annoying because obviously it wasn't. But I think there was a period of time where I found absolutely everything annoying. Yeah. And um, I think people can probably sympathise with the fact that your mother's dressing up in a stupid outfit and singing really loudly. No, it's... because I actually don't mind that. I mean, the re- <laughs> normally normally I don't mind it at all. It's all part of the fun. I mean, I also enjoy dressing up in stupid outfits and singing. So it was just because... It's just it was just some low points. Yeah, it was just the low points. And it was just that particularly time of the evening where it was just starting to get dark and I was just moping about and listening to sad music and <laughs> being, you know, before dinner. So I was really hungry. Oh, I wasn't... <laughs> Cooking dinner because no, I was you were too, too busy, busy frolicking, off. frolicking on the balcony. Yeah. No, it was yeah. fine. But mm. No, exactly. I mean, very first word problems could have been much worse. Look, we're all aware that we have not had a bad pandemic <clears throat> thus far, although it could change at any second. Now, this question, where would your family have been in the last pandemic, i.e. 1918 to 19? You possibly don't know very much about that. There's a good chance that you know more about that than I do. Yes. Well, I have been trying to talk to Grandad. He's refusing to be interviewed. 
but um for unknown good. reasons <laughs> unknown reasons he just says he doesn't do interviews he thinks does he's, he ask to do them a lot he is 94 years old so perhaps he's constantly being hounded by people who want to talk to him about life <laughs> uni projects <laughs> yeah possibly i don't know anyway Maybe. so granddad's parents and his biggest sister actually sailed around the world and when they got to sydney they had to quarantine because of the spanish flu granny <coughs> uh granny's granny kept a diary and it was mentioned in there that they'd spent all this time at sea they'd had this massively long sea journey and, and they, they were to... in sydney harbour <laughs> and they, and they were and they were not allowed to leave the ship uh, but it's one of those um, family stories that we've always all gone, oh, that's interesting. But now there is another pandemic. I'm kind of like, wow, because the Spanish flu was an epidemic of massive proportions, far worse than this one. Yeah. And also, I mean, it was would have come at a devastating time as well, because it was just after World War One as well. So it was, you know, a bit of a double whammy. Silver linings. Do you think there will be any? Personally or on a global scale? Don't care. <laughs> Either, both. Um, I mean, personally, it put a lot of stuff in perspective, I think, for me, as it did for a lot of people, I imagine. Um, I wrote some more songs. I started reading a bit more, which was nice. I used to read so much when I was a kid. And then... Um, I kind of stopped as I became a teenager and got more focused on other things and playing music and stuff like that. And it kind of got me back into reading a bit, which was nice. At some level, I think it's a good reminder that not everything's within your control because there wasn't, there wasn't this sense of it's going to end anytime soon until right towards the end when it kind of did. And they said, okay, we've got two weeks left. And that was, everyone was like, wow. But for a long time, it was just still uncertain. And so I think at the start, I definitely tried to fight it and I was very unhappy with it. And then towards the end, I started kind of setting myself routines and exercising a bit more and reading a bit more and trying to get a normal amount of sleep again. It's a bit of gratitude as well when you look at the rest of the world. <clears throat> oh, that's right. I mean, exactly. Like, I'm so happy that I'm so lucky to still be back to doing what I was doing before now. It was very weird, though, when everything started kicking back off again. As I say, I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure how to do anything. I feel like... The first gig we had back, I was just so nervous and awkward <laughs> and um, well, I was forgotten how to perform, I think. I suppose another silver lining is that I think it really, really drew attention to how little you actually make from online streaming, like how little online revenue there actually is for successful musicians or any musicians at any level, but in the model that used to happen and has historically happened you earn money from record sales or whatever and now you just don't you earn 0.0001 whatever it is cent per stream or is it 0.002 and i mean there's stories of successful recording artists who suddenly the pandemic is declared and they can't even make rent you know even though they're massively successful recording artists the way that the system is set up now means that without the live shows, they can't even make a basic income anymore, which I think is a really massive problem, considering how much the consumption of music has gone through the roof during the pandemic, because people don't have much else to do. It's ironic that it took something like that to highlight the problem, I think. Something definitely needs to change as far as 
the payment plan for artists goes if they want professional art to still be a viable career. Yeah, I don't know really whether the net feeling about artists has been positive or negative. I think certainly, <laughs> apart from your reaction to my singing off the balcony, Finn, a lot of <laughs> other people have mentioned it as being a little light in the darkness of that lockdown. Yes, of course. And I think when people couldn't get out to see live music, they perhaps appreciated it. And even without the live thing, yeah, people listen to more music, they watch more Netflix. People don't always associate that with the fact that it's people who studied the arts that you know, yeah, did those things. Yeah, well, I mean, even study the arts, create the arts, whatever. But um, there's the whole perpetual art argument that's always brought up in times of mild hardship about the whole what constitutes an essential worker. Obviously, no one's saying that creating art is essential in the same way nurses are essential. No one's going to actively die if you don't turn up to work. But on a on a different level, I think that people do underestimate the latent impact that the arts have on their life, whether they are noticing it or not, you know? There are very, very few people out there who consume no entertainment, no music, and no art. People just don't square the two things together. They don't square the fact that the fact that they really like listening to ACDC. They don't square that with the fact that musicians in bands also need an income through COVID, you know. So what did you find the most difficult? The uncertainty is the, is the difficult bit at the moment for us in the sense that an artist that I play bass for, Siobhan Cochin, was meant to go on a national tour starting in a starting tomorrow and a bunch of those dates have had to be cancelled and rescheduled and stuff and it's just kind of because melbourne's, because of melbourne's gone down to another mini lockdown and it's just stuff like that is just it's kind of destabilizing the whole industry because nobody's committing to things as far in advance as they normally would for i mean obvious reasons i think on a on a psychological level it's affected people's kind of commitment to ticket sales as well like i've noticed that a lot of the gigs i've done have had loads of people turning up on the night of the gig but I've had far fewer people buying tickets online in advance because I don't know if it's conscious or not but there's a sense of it might still get cancelled there's a there's a psychological uncertainty that's kind of embedded itself in the whole arts industry at the moment which is difficult to kind of deal with if we follow up in a year's time where do you think we'll be what are your projections? Who would be open, shut, international borders open, fully vaccinated? Will it have mutated? Will it all be still living under blankets? Know if, I don't know if I have any authority to comment on any of those things. But um, Okay, where do you hope we'll be? I hope there's a um, level of security back to national touring because that's kind of the next step for a couple of bands that I'm playing in. And a very last question. When the international borders open up, where will you be going? I've got to bloody earn some money before I think about where I'm going on holiday, don't I? It might be prohibitively expensive for the rest of your life. You never know. You might never leave the country again. Potentially not. Um, <laughs> it's got a rot nest. Okay. Man can dream. <laughs> Thank you so much for writing this amazing music. Yes, I'll, I've definitely already done that. You definitely already have. Thanks, Finn. No, you were, by the time I put this together, you will have done. And if anyone wants to check out your work, just Google Finn Pearson. Finn yeah. Pearson Music. 
Thank you for listening to Pandemic, produced and presented by me, Penny Shaw, original music by Finn Pearson and supported by the City of Fremantle. If you'd like to hear more from me, then check my website, daisyproductions.com.au, follow me on social media, forward slash Penny. This is a Neighbour to Neighbour initiative.